0: This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Missouri was in a a bad drought, but Anthony Lupo, he's the head climatologist at the University of Missouri, says that uh, the weather patterns are changing a bit, and we might have uh, above-average rainfall in August. Cameron Connor is here with Anthony. Can you explain in a general context the difference in the the climate patterns of El Nino and La Nina?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, El Nino, of course, is when the water and the, Eastern Pacific, near the tropics, warms up. And what that does is it'll alter the path of the jet stream. And in the winter, what that generally means is warmer conditions in the northern part of the state and cooler conditions in the southern part of Missouri. Uh, During the summer, what it generally means is temperatures close to normal and a storm track somewhere over the middle of the country. In other words, we get we tend to get regular rains as El Nino is coming on, and the and then with La Nina, the uh, pattern generally has an an opposite effect. In the winter time, you get colder conditions west of the. Uh, uh, Sorry, let me start that again. (laughs) With La Nina, the pattern's different. In the wintertime, it means colder conditions north and east of the uh, Mississippi River and warmer in the west. And in the summertime, what that means, especially as La Nina is dying, is that you get a um, very enhanced ridging pattern over the United States. Somewhere. And if that ridging pattern is such that
0: Missouri is
1: on the uh, part of that ridge where you tend to get downward motions and suppression of cloudiness, combined with systems that tend to go around our area, you tend to get drier and hotter conditions. And we've seen this historically a bunch of times.
0: And with 2023 getting underway, we were slowly entering an El Nino category where we would be expecting more rains in the summer. But until maybe the last two, two and a half weeks or so, that hasn't necessarily been the overall pattern. And once again, Missouri is in a severe drought. So why might that be?
1: That's that's very true. And, and again, what you're seeing is the two things competing with each other. The end of this 3 La Niña pattern that we had, and then the onset of the new El Niño, and um, again both of those things tend to promote opposite patterns for our summertime. And what's been happening is that La Niña's uh, effect, as it died, as it died, kind of just there's a certain inertia there. There was a certain amount of Baked in, if you will, <laughs> La Niña pattern, and it's and it's finally beginning to break and become more El Niño like. And so uh, we historically we saw something like this about 50 years ago. again, not a lot of people are going to remember that. But we had a three-peat La Niña in the early 70s, and we went into El Niño. Uh, an El Nino summer, and things were dry, and the temperatures were fairly close to normal, which is what we're seeing right now and um you know that's it's almost exactly the same scenario as we had fifty years ago.
0: You've tuned in to Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're here with Dr. Anthony Lupo. He is a University of Missouri professor of atmospheric sciences. We're talking about the overall state of drought in Missouri and also what could be ahead. I guess, especially in Missouri, with how dependent of an agriculture state it is, I think a lot of Missourians can grasp how much drought can truly impact the state when it comes to the agriculture perspective. But one thing that I'd love to ask you, Dr. Lupo, is how about for just overall human health, maybe the health of our pets but also infrastructure and maybe the overall inflation of utility costs because of it. How exactly is this ongoing drought affecting Missouri in more ways than just agriculture?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, It's going to have an impact uh, beyond agriculture. And when it comes to our health, what you have to watch for, you know, elderly who may not be able to, who may not have cooling or relatives that may not have cooling, What's bad, about, uh, what's bad about any kind of heat or drought is the inability of nighttime temperatures to cool off. So when we get days with those, when we get days where the temperature is only cool to the mid 70s or 80, or around 80, those are times when it's dangerous. Fortunately, with drought, that's going to happen a little less. So, but, it, but it still can happen, so that's something to be aware of. Also, if you're outdoors, you're going to dry out quicker than you would because the dew points are, are less. So you're going to sweat a little more. You're going to lose that moisture out of your body quicker, and you may just have to take more frequent breaks or uh, drink more water more often with pets it's a similar thing you don't you want to make sure that you're checking their water if they like to be outdoors or when they want to come in and cool off uh, give them that chance to come in and cool off uh for infrastructure what the biggest problem is with drought is of course that soil the soil in Missouri will contract as it uh, as it dries and that manifests itself as cracks that you'll see around. And of course, uh, what that also means is that the foundation under your house can dry out. And a lot of people will see the soil kind of peel away from the foundation. And that can lead to settling of your house, which can lead to cracks in your uh, siding if you have brick siding or maybe cracks in your drywall you might notice so uh, be aware of things like that Uh, one way to alleviate that is to uh, actually water your house a little bit around the periphery when it's very dry like this to keep that soil Uh, you're not going to be able to do as good a job as mother nature but you'll keep it from uh, cracking uh, or peeling away too, too quickly.
0: Water your house. I don't necessarily even know if I've heard that one before, but it makes complete sense. (laughs) Especially. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you've got, yeah. When it's, when it's like this, uh, just put some moisture in the soil near your home so that that soil expands back a little bit and, uh, and it's not uh, it's it's not forcing the foundation to settle quite as much.
0: Recently, at least in mid-Missouri, which, it, which is where I live, for a lot of the summer so far, mid-Missouri was quite dry. And then maybe the last two and a half, three weeks, we have gotten some more showers, some more frequent than others, some lasting longer than others. But for the most part, it's still been relatively dry, but it's at least been getting intermixed into it. Has that helped at all in mid-Missouri or for the rest of the state? Is it getting some relief? Or has, in the grand scheme of things, has it not impacted things all that much?
1: Well, from what I hear around the state with agriculture, some of the earlier plantings, it's too late uh, in a lot of cases. But for plantings that were later, some of this rain is coming at a good time to, uh, uh, to help things out a bit.
0: As far as for Missouri and the Midwest in general, what can Missourians expect for the rest of the summer? Is there more rain that might be heading into the forecasts, or is it going to stay pretty dry?
1: Well, projections I've seen look to keep us in this fairly close to normal pattern for uh, temperature. But August, the projections I've seen lean toward above normal precipitation. And it's kind of been that way all summer. There was this tendency for the uh, longer range forecast the seasonal range forecast to say that things look better on the back end of summer and uh, that that outlook hasn't diminished so things are looking better for the final month of summer
0: once again this has been university of missouri professor of atmospheric sciences dr anthony lupo we've been talking about an update on the drought and a lot of the causes for why it's been happening and the projections going forward. Dr. Lupo, thank you very much here for your time on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri.
1: You're welcome. And uh,
0: thank you. Thank you for uh, for talking to me. And for anyone who tuned in late or if you'd like to share this or hear more, make sure to search Show Me Today wherever you get your podcast.